I don't even think he's reached the pinnacle of his career and he's hot as a six shooter right now. He's hotter than hot sauce. If he was a dish, he would be scrumptious right now. Welcome, welcome to After the Bell. I am still Corey Graves. We are on a collision course with the holiday season. Day one pay-per-view right around the corner. And of course, we've got you covered as we do each and every week. But to help me navigate the journey as he does so eloquently week after week, he is the Thurman Merman to my Willie the Bad Santa, Vic Joseph. Vic, what's the word, my friend? Well, I'm very excited for this week for our guests that you're going to bring on here in just a moment. This is one of the individuals I miss the most from not being on the road with you guys. And another reason why I'm extremely jealous of you, Corey, each and every Monday. Well, there are a litany of reasons to be extremely jealous of me, Corey Graves, Vic. I understand completely, but I won't keep you waiting any longer, nor will I keep the ATB faithful waiting any longer. A very special holiday treat for y'all in the form of the 53 time. That's right. 53 time WWE 24 seven champion is our truth. Truth. What's the word, man? Bird, bird, bird is the word. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, man. I'm excited to have you. Legacy. Hey, Corey, Vic, dog, thanks for having me on here, man. I've been waiting waiting for y'all to get me on after the bell. Hey, all you had to do is say the word. I mean, let's, let's be honest. We sit in the locker room each and every week. And last week you said, Corey, I got a new album about to hit the world, about to drop on the music industry. I want to come on ATB and chat about it. And guess what? I sent a text message, and here you are. Welcome Bro, to After the right. Bell. The floor is yours, Truth. I got your back, man. You're, you're right, though. And, and by the way, I like the way you started off when you used the uh, litany. I haven't heard that word, bro, since I was in third That's grade. one of my favorites. I got about six that I keep in my pocket that I drop from time to time. So people go, oh, Man, that dude knows what he's talking about. Either that or I use it completely wrong and just sound as though I know what I'm saying. And people just go, oh, that dude seems smarter than he is. Bro, you you fooled the show. You fooled me. I like <laughs> it. I call those Scrabble words, truth, where you get the big points on Scrabble. <laughs> that's exactly like that's about it. all, it's, all it's good for. Oh, Mick, and you got the peach chokes in the back. I got the what? The peach chokes. That's the tree in the back, the little plant. That thing it's is called, called a what? Peach chokes. A peach chokes? Yes. I have a feeling you just made that up. No, we'll have to talk about that. But no, I, I'm, a, I'm a black guy, Corey. <laughs> oh, are you? I didn't yeah. know that our truth was so well-versed in the world of botany. <laughs> this is a, a P-choke? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. 
Truth, you dropped an album, Legacy. It's an EP available now on Spotify, wherever you get your music. Tell us about how this all came to be, man. This is something that's very important to you beyond the walls of WWE and your already amazing sports entertainment career. This is a chance for the world to get to see a different side of our truth. Man, it's crazy, Corey, because um, I got involved with wrestling because of my music, you know? All the way back from trying to get Jack Crockett in a halfway house to invest in my music because I want to be this big major rap star, man, this entertainer. And it went from him telling me, if you do what I ask you to do, you won't have to worry about asking anyone else to invest in you. You can invest in yourself. So my music was, I wouldn't say put on hold. It was just, it was intertwined with professional wrestling. Okay. Because okay. I got bit by that wrestling bug, man. After three WCW shows, and seeing Ric Flair come out and Crockett telling me that could be you rapping and dancing down to the ring and, and mixing it with your music. And, and I did that, Corey. I, I executed. I did it, man. I've accomplished so much in my life, man. And with that, I was able to rap my own music. What's up? I wrote that. I, I produced that. I was able to give the WWE Universe my version of the lyrical Ron Killings, a.k.a. WWE Superstar, R-Truth. And now, legacy speaks volumes of my career. It speaks from seeing Jack Crockett in their halfway house before then to going on the Jack the Rapper tours, trying to promote and, and give out my CDs, cassette decks back then, yeah. to try to become this big rap star, man. So Legacy speaks volumes of my, volume of my career from way back then, hitting those brick walls to taking a different path in life to um, being open to a whole different world of different things in a different lane, but still getting to where I want to get to in life with my dreams and goals. And it brings us to now. So Legacy is, it will take you on a roller coaster ride, man, with all the songs I have to give you a more in-depth look at Ron Killings, a.k.a. WWE Superstar R-Truth. And there's eight tracks on, on Legacy. And what was the creative process for you? Because, look, we can joke all we want, but when we're in the locker room, we're in, in the little area that we have, you are a very creative, fun, witty individual. And what was the process for you to take from what was in your mind to paper and then make it into these eight tracks? Energy. Energy, being real, transparency, dedication, discipline, all that, man, went into it, man. Uh, my producer... Uh, Slash Manager J Tracks, man. We wrote every song, man, like just by energy. Just by, like I see you guys working in the locker room. You guys will be sitting there and you'll be putting the show together. But it's that energy you have when y'all throwing words at each other, throwing words, throwing this and that. Well, I'm going to say this. Hey, True, tell me about this right here. And you, and you take the time to find out from each individual what makes them tick, what, what makes them turn with this and that. Same thing with writing that music, man, and, and putting my life into this legacy project, man. It's just energy is how I feel at the moment, what I want to write about. Um, for example, I'm going to get right. Everybody can relate to that song. It's about the things I've wanted. I want to make sure my kids okay. I want to make sure my parents are okay. I want to make sure that I'm okay. I want to make sure that people understand what I'm trying to say to them. You know what I'm saying? Same as with, what's up? Um, I got a song there called Dubai. And that came about with uh, my producer saying, Tell me one of the most favorite places you've been to since you've been traveling throughout your career. Hands down, it was Dubai. And I actually told him, man, don't nobody want to hear a song about Dubai. Like, that's just crazy. He said, bro, you've been to Dubai. There are people that will only read about that in life, only hear about it, and will never get the experience that you have, and you can tell them what it was about and what happened, how you took it. And we dropped it, bro. It's like one of my favorite songs on the EP. Actually, real quick, when we first did Dubai, 
How about it was called I Eat Chicken When I'm in Dubai? <laughs> yeah. And so I was singing the song, right? Travel the world, the ask when I lie. I eat chicken when I'm in And we were just singing that. I said, dog, I can't make a song talking about I like to eat chicken in Dubai. I can't make a song talking about I like to eat chicken, period. It, it set us back a couple months. You know what I'm saying? Sure, so, sure. We, you feel me, right? Yeah, I understand. Yeah. We changed it up, man. And it became, man, uh, I met princes, uh, the prince in Dubai, the prince of Bahrain. Like, I was meeting so many, so many royalty families, man. We just threw it in there and it worked out. I went to the safaris. I went to, um, we rode, we flew back the next night. I had to go straight to work. Like, there's so much that happened in Dubai that I put it in a song. And people that know my career, Corey, you've been there. I don't know if you've been there, Vic, but when you hear it, you know the experience of Dubai, you be able to relate to it. Every song on the, on the EP is very relatable. One of the tracks that I know about that you were uh, kind enough to, to play for us semi-regularly in the TV locker room, our, our little lair inside any given arena it on Mondays. It is our lair where everything that happens in TVL stays in TVL for the most part, you know, yes. lest we incriminate one another. Yeah. <laughs> but let's be honest, truth. Nobody in the building on a Monday has a better time than we do in the locker room. <laughs> but, at all. At all. And, and we come to work on Monday. We're ready, man, because we're like, hey, so what y'all do last night? What you and Carmella do, man? What, what, what are y'all right. go at? Like, and we're catching up with the gossip. With, you know what I'm saying? That he said, she said, we catch up with everything. It is, man. It's a great time. It's my favorite environment, favorite part about Mondays. But I want to ask you, because you played some of the tracks as they were being developed, as you were working on them. Some of them were incomplete. And there's one, and the, the title of it escapes me off the top of my head, but it involved the barnyard. <laughs> Talk to me about this, because truth, we all unanimously agreed. Yourself, myself, Randy Orton, I'm dropping names here. for yeah, Bobby Lashley, our crew, all unanimously agreed that while it may not have been the best song, we all agree it will be the biggest song off of Legacy. Tell me about the Barnyard song. The thing is, Corey, Barnyard, it didn't make Legacy. Oh, well, God dang. Here I am trying to promote something. No. Listen, listen, Corey, calm down, calm down. We figure Barnyard, it could stand on its own. I, okay, we I agree with that. Barnyard, first of the year. And Vic, Barnyard flexing. Is a, is, is a country song. I think you sent it in our, I can't put everybody who's in the group text with all of us, but I think you sent it to us all randomly. And again, one night late when I wake up in the morning, I get yelled at by Mackenzie because I'm laughing nine out of 10 times. It's a text message, a TikTok or a video that you've sent. So thank you for that. But yes, I, I am very well aware of what we're uh, describing right so that, now. We'll just, we'll just change that into a little forward promotion. Coming in January, yeah. keep an eye out for our truth Barnyard. So, but talk to me about that. That is unlike something, and, and we know each other fairly well. I get to spend a lot of time around you at you in the locker room and on the road and whatnot. Where did the, the whole thought process behind the Barnyard song come out, and, and why is it something that people should pay attention to? Man, actually, Barnyard was an idea that came, uh, I don't know if you are familiar with uh, Blanco Brown. Uh, I'm not familiar. He's the one that made the song... Uh, Gonna do the two steps and cowboy boogie. Ding okay, okay, I know the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he came to one of our w, uh, WWE shows in Nashville. That's where he's from. And um, he and I talked about him doing some twenty four seven stuff. And upon talking about that, we talked about, hey, we should collab and do some music together. And so that was the the thought process right there. When we stopped it there, I went back to Atlanta. I uh, told Tracks, I said, hey man, I just met Blanco Brown, man. We talking about doing a country song together. He said, let's do it now and send it to him. I said, right now? He said, right now. Let's, let's write it right now. And it's something that if you know how to two-step, if you know how to line dance, if you know how to shuffle, boogie, um, cupid shuffle, anything, you'd be able to barnyard flex. 
And it's, it's just to be, it's a relatable song. It's going to be a TikTok sensation. It's going to be a worldly sensational song. I believe that wholeheartedly. And I'm not saying that to blow smoke. We uh, That was the, the thought process when you played it for all of us. It was one where we're going, this is absolutely ridiculous, but you can't stop bobbing your head. You can't stop moving yes. with it. It's so catchy. And we, I think we, we compared it to like an old town road vibe where the whole world knows that song just because it's so catchy and the hook just sticks in your brain all the time. I think that's going to be the case with Barnyard, if I might say so oh, myself. Oh, everybody could be Barnyard Flex. I can't wait. Well, hey, I got a big day coming up in April, Truth. I'm going to have to make sure the DJ plays the Barnyard Flex. I'm going to have to learn properly by then, you know? Better yet, you can have me come there and perform, though. That's, that might even be better. I bet she gives you a great rate, Grace. I bet she'll give you a good discount <laughs> rate. I'm going to get that TV locker room discount, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Man, y'all got to check the album out, man. And, and like, let me know which one of your favorite songs on there. I definitely will. Definitely will, man. For sure. I think you'll be um, you'll be sucked in from the beginning, man. From the, from the intro, what you want to know about my jail time. The dark night seem to sell what I think about. The last words that my mama heard before they took me away. Like, you got to listen to the beginning of it all the way to the end of it, and it's going to suck you straight in. This is where I miss some of those long drives in between cities. There there are too many reasons to miss hours and hours in the car on the road. But lately, man, I'm kind of like, man, that's, that's when I catch up on my music, on my podcast that I listen to is when you're in the car and you can sort of enjoy that sort of thing. So, yes. Yeah. Legacy Legacy is in my it's in my downloaded folder on my Spotify and in, in my phone. So it's it's just a matter of time before I fully dive in. Dive in, man. It's a workout song. It's workout is everything. Have you heard it yet, Vic? I'm looking at it right now. I know you can't see you guys can see it, but it's a podcast. Boom. But yeah, I got it right Boom. there. One of the things Boom. that stands out to me is the cover of Legacy with the the collage you have of you as a baby, you as US champion, you at I'm assuming high school graduation. I did graduate, Vic. I know I you graduated, graduate. but I wasn't sure of a high school or college. You got to give me some credit here. I'm just looking at it. I didn't. But the one that stands out the most is that flat top you got. It was high, dog. I it was. It was a high time. flat top. And I cut it myself. I've always cut you my own hair. You did not. Hair. Yes, You sir. cut your own flat top? I've always cut my own hair since I was 13. Messed up a couple of times, but hey, I've always cut my own hair all the way to now. I got to send you some photos of me from back in the day. I had the Dumb and Dumber cut. My hair was always straight like Lloyd Christmas and just bowl cut right across the top. They gave you the bowl cut, didn't they? I was an ugly ass kid and nothing's changed in 36 years. No, 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 you're a very handsome guy, dog. I want that as a social media clip. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Truth, you took the bait, man. (laughs) So everyone, make sure you check out Legacy, our Truth's new album, wherever you are listening to your music. But Truth, while we have you, I want to talk to you. You mentioned the 24-7 championship. 53 yes. times over, you have held Ooh. your baby, and it's become... 53, dog. The title itself has become its own unique entity. It's its own sort of... Oh, damn, my hands are ash. I mean, do that. <laughs> Come on, Truth. You about to go... go get that lotion, man. What's up? lotion them up. I put lotion on them, dog. I'm dark skin. My, my skin eats it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my skin just eats it up, bro. I, I, I'm doing what I can. Well, we, we believe in you. We support you. <laughs> but, but, but we're talking about your 53 reigns. The 24-7 championships really become its own sort of entity within Monday Night Raw. The, the segments are they're shot differently. They're, they're completely unlike anything else that WWE produces on a weekly basis. How much of that do you take credit for? And how much fun do you have in the 24-7 championship picture? Because it appears on screen as though no one enjoys themselves quite as much as truth. Man, I'm finna get on my soldier boy with this one right here. 
I was the first wrestler to take that 24-7 championship to the height that it's at right now. Forbes magazine did a write-up about the 24-7. I don't even know if you guys know that. Forbes magazine. And Forbes is not a sports magazine. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. They did a write-up about the 24-7 championship, the numbers it was doing. Six to 20 million views a week. You know what I'm saying? We've, We've connected all walks of celebrities together. We've had race car drivers, uh, basketball players, uh, sports announcers. Call yourself double-crossed us a couple of times and, and wanted yourself. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I didn't double-cross anybody. I stayed within okay, the okay, rules okay. of the 24-7 championship. And then word. Byron ruined everything. But why would you do that to Byron? You and Byron, like... Byron, why would I do it to Byron? Byron pinned me. Byron ruined the greatest moment of my professional career on USA Network, millions of people watching. It was my crowning achievement. I now held the same prestigious championship as our truth And Byron Saxton took that away from me, Truth. You, you got you to gotta see my pain, man. You know what? I do. Not only do I see it, I feel it, Corey. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk to Byron later on that. But yes. Second social media clip, please. 24-7, dog, is you have Monday Night Raw, you have SmackDown, and you have a 24-7 segment, man. And it's still doing... Great numbers on social media. Like I said, it joins all walks of celebrities together, man. And a lot of people, man, get to live their childhood dreams with that 24-7 championship. It does something that no ever championship at WWE can do. I want to talk to you about your mentality. We're talking about the 24-7 championship, which, let's be honest, isn't necessarily viewed in the same light as a WWE championship or the Intercontinental Championship. But, But truth, to your credit, you've got this ability to take whatever is handed to you and make it work and make it entertaining. And sometimes you laugh it off and you're a true testament to not taking yourself too seriously all the time, which is something that I think you would agree is missing a lot of times in the business. A lot of people forget the entertainment aspect of the sports entertainment product. And and you've leaned in and embraced your role like no other. Uh, How did you get that? How did you maintain that mentality? And how did you get to that point in your career where you went, hey, this is a pretty good thing. I'm gonna just run with it. Maturity and discipline, Corey adapting, adjusting, all those words mean something. If you want to reinvent yourself, stay relevant, be relevant, all, all those words, man, come together, man. And you have to, you have to be able to make chicken salad out of You have to yes, be able sir. to like, to, to just make things happen. We all work for one, for the biggest company in the world. And we're expected to be able to deliver. We're, we're expected to be able to execute. The same way, how many times you guys are handed uh, the show Minutes before you have to go on the air, yep. you adjust, you adapt, you execute. Discipline is what keeps you guys in the game and keeps you guys relevant. Reinventing yourself every time you go out there and break a record. Oh, you know what? We landed that. That was great. I see that same way with my career, man, with that 24-7 championship. When they get, remember how many people talked about that championship, bro? They said it was the ugliest thing they ever seen in their life. They said it was so ugly when it was born, it had it in an incubator with tinted windows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, bro. They said the baby was ugly, man. They had to tie a piece of pork chop around the neck to get to play with it, the dogs to play with it. <laughs> so, like, nobody liked it, man. But once it started gaining its its level, man, once it started going up in notches, there's level to this thing. You know what I'm saying? Once it started going up in notches, I got more, I sat in the saddle more. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I yeah. like to ride the wave of things. And once the wave starts going, though, if you don't ride it, you drown. For sure, for sure. How much fun do you get to have on a weekly basis just producing these these 24-7 
backstages or on site. I mean, this past week, you and Tazawa were dressed up in a park in the middle of St. Paul, Minnesota, where it was nine degrees outside. <laughs> Obviously, that part doesn't sound too, like too much fun. But as far as being able to create these moments and these these fun little segments, how gratifying is that for you? Very gratifying, man. I, I, what's up, man? <laughs> that's the iggy for grace to know that i'm coming in following with a question so that i can follow up with you right now oh i thought you hit it like you used to do in church man you no know, you got to <laughs> like that. remember that giving away our, no, giving away uh, our secrets damn i forgot what were we talking about car talking about how gratifying it is to be- gratify very gratifying dog like remember when you said by going to school i graduated you see the picture you know what i'm saying i went to the college of funology you know what i'm saying and, and I make sure I have fun doing what I love to do. Man, there's nothing to complain about. There's nothing to be upset about. There's nothing to gripe about. I'm allowed to be creative and be myself. You know what I'm saying? I know funny. I know entertaining. So all I got to do is have something to present to people, something to like, um, give me something to make, and I'll make sure it, it, it gets made. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. You talk about those 24-7 segments and how popular they are. My siblings aren't huge uh, sports entertainment fans, but the one thing they love are the entertainment value of those 24-7 segments, the dance breaks that you had with Carmella. And I, my brother asked me one time, and he goes, did you know that R-Truth was in the WWE back in, you know, 1990, 2000? I go, yeah, dude. <laughs> it's, it, it's interesting to me that, you know, my younger siblings and, and such a generation of fans are like, oh, wow, because of the WWE Network, they can go back and visit the K-Quick character. Yes. What is the biggest difference for you then to now? And I mean, I'm going into social media and the whole gambit from when you arrive to what you're doing now. Maturity. Maturity, acceptance, knowing yourself. I know myself. Can't nobody tell me who I am better than me. I know me. I know what I can deliver. 
I control me. When you control you yourself, you know how to control yourself, you learn yourself, you can control any situation around you. You know what I'm saying? You can compel that situation to be energy, energetic. How about that? You know what I'm saying? So it's just, um, K-Quick was just breaking into the business, just breaking into stardom, just breaking into learning himself. Our truth matured. I've learned myself. I've learned with those words of hard but fair, sad but true. Um, making chicken salad out of I've learned what acceptance is and, and just everything. I, I matured. You look at a matured professional wrestler now, slash musician. Your favorite rapper is your favorite wrestler, pretty much. I, I can say that with 100% truth. No pun intended. My favorite. Oh, my favorite I got bars, Truth. I mean, I don't know if you know this about me. Put that on a T-shirt. I, like <laughs> I, I want to ask you, though. Uh, so, so who were some of the guys along the way? You have had a long tenure, a long run, multiple runs in WWE and beyond. Who are some of the guys uh, that have helped you along the way to get to the level that you're at? Are you, truth, raise your hand. See, Truth learns. Yes. I learned quick, big. I learned quick. Give me one of the little, little spirit fingers over here trying to get me to get going. Uh, you talking about in the wrestling business, Carl? Yeah, just what? in the business or, or beyond. I mean, who who helped oh, really kind of um, mold you along the way? So many guys, man. All the way back to, um, oh my goodness, man. I hate to even let name guys. I'm going to leave names off the list. Sure, I understand. It's a loaded question. Umaga, um, Randy, uh, Roman Reigns, but the Usos, like my friends, Xavier, Kofi, Shelton, Drew. Uh, I learned so much from each one of my peers, man. Like, there's things you learn from people that you don't even know you learned till you go home and you visit that day in your brain or while you're sleeping or while you're eating, you're thinking of, oh, they said that, you know what, I'm, I'm going to start doing that. I'm yeah, going to start sort like, of absorbed it by osmosis. Like you, you weren't aware. Oh, snap. Would you, the osmosis? That's another one of those Scrabble words. Scrabble you know? word. I like that. Okay, I'm going to throw one out there in a few minutes. I do Scrabble too. <laughs> you got to keep a little Scrabble counter going on this one today. That's two. <laughs> That's uh, odd. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, man, I've I've learned Vince McMahon. I can't I can't like not say him. I've learned so much, man. Just from being in the wrestling business, period. I learned from everybody, man. I, I take a little bit of positivity. I take a little bit of negativity. I take a little bit of everything from every every person walks of life, and, and I analyze it with my own, and I learn from it. Sound advice from a true proven vet of the game to all y'all young superstars or aspiring superstars listening. Truth, I'm going to switch gears a little bit to more of the modern day things. Obviously, you yourself been busy in the 24-7 championship picture. Uh, we've got day one, New Year's Day, right around the corner. This past Monday, we added Bobby Lashley to the WWE championship picture. It's now Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins versus KO versus Big E. Now, you and I spend a lot of time around Bobby and MVP in the locker room. We know on this show hold all those guys in such high regard. Truth, from your perspective, what are you enjoying about Monday Night Raw right now, about the WWE Championship picture? I'm more or less trying to prod you to say something great about Bobby Lashley before I do. <laughs> Man, Bobby Debo Lashley. Debo, Bobby. I, how have I never drawn that comparison? <laughs> how have I never thought of that? It's perfect. <laughs> He's Debo, dog. You know what I'm saying? He's gold mouth on, on life, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gonna eat your cornbread? Yeah, that's Bobby man, Lashley. You can't have my cornbread. I'm from New York City. Yeah, you ain't taking my cornbread. That's <laughs> my cornbread. the consequence of repercussion. Yeah, but that's Bobby Lashley, man. He's um, He's been looking the best that I've ever seen him. 
He's another one that has matured, man. He's another one that has, he sat in that saddle once he won that WWE championship, man. And he's been riding that horse, bro. He's been riding that wave, man. And don't get me wrong, Biggie, Kevin Owens, Seth, bro, they're they're there. But if they don't see the hunger and feel the passion, the the if they don't feel what's that word you used not too long ago? The op, uh mimosa? Osmosis? <laughs> yes, mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't feel or see that, Bobby is on a whole different level right now, man. I agree. I agree completely. He's actually turning into one of my one of my must-see, must-watch type thing, you know what I'm saying? Because okay, he's gonna do something crazy. Like he's gonna do something drastic. He's gonna like really let somebody have it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm absolutely. just like, there's nothing. I mean, what else can you say about that? He's phenomenal. Yeah, unbelievable. Excuse me, AJ, but yeah. And I, and I think we we go out of our way here on on ATB to to talk about how impressive Big E has been in his short time as WWE champion. And truth, you're a guy who knows E very well. You guys have had plenty of time together in the business. What can you say regarding Big E's growth into this role as the guy? I like the fact that Big E is still being Big E. He can turn that flip that switch whenever he need to. He's still being funny. He's still being entertaining. He's still being Big E. The new day Big E but he know he has a bigger prize at state right now. And you can tell when he flipped that switch and adjust and execute as well as he's been doing. I mean, I won't take nothing away from Big E. You know what I'm saying? He's what one of the strongest one in the locker room, right? Oh, legit, I man. Would say, yeah, yeah. Legit, hands freak down, athlete. Hands yeah. down. I mean, as big as Bobby is now, as big as Debo is and as much cornbread as he'll take, I don't think he's going to take Big E's cornbread. Does that make Big E Craig? No, nah, that makes Big E. Um, He's L. <laughs> He's L. <laughs> no, that makes that make, uh, that's uh, Claude Banks. Oh. Claude? Claude Y'all forgot Banks. my name. Claude, that's never happened to me before. Claude? <laughs> you know, I'm so happy we're referencing the movie Life because it just came on Netflix. Was on Friday. Friday. Oh, you just threw out Life. I was on Friday still. Oh, we were talking yeah, about the cornbread from Life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Big E go behind no bush and do number two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why'd you eat the pie, Ray? That pie was hot. That would be odd, odd. Yes. Odd, 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 odd. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring this back to Big E for a second because I am interested in this question. You talked about maturity. How have you seen Big E mature in his role as a locker room leader, a champion, a human, since he's become WWE champion? What's his maturation process been? He stepped up to the plate, man. It's um, and you got to think throughout my tenure, I've seen guys like be given that dish or, or be given that bat to go, you know what I'm saying, hit one and, and they can't. Or they try to and it just doesn't, it just doesn't go to distance. Big E is, he's hitting home runs. He, he's, he's executing. He's matured to where he's able to understand, accept and execute. Yeah, no doubt. I completely agree with you, man. Lo- love watching Big E's journey. I mean, I got to start with him in back in the FCW days and to see what he's grown into as WWE champion is certainly something to be proud of. And speaking of being proud of someone you've watched the growth of, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the head of the table. Roman Reigns is a dude I know you spend a lot of time on the road with, Truth. You travel with with uh, Roman for, me- for many moons. Uh, what's it like from your perspective watching one of your 
close friends and allies grow into this role that has almost superseded WWE at this point. I mean, Roman Reigns is doing the Lord's work right now. People are yes. talking. They, they, they may not understand everything else, but they see Roman Reigns, head of the table, universal champion. The dude is truly firing on all cylinders now. I don't even think he's reached the pinnacle of his career, and he is he's hot as a six-shooter right now. He's hotter than a, as firecracker. He's hotter than hot sauce. He's like... um Nuclear. If he was a dish, he would be scrumptious right now. And scrumptious is my word I'm going to throw out there. Oh, okay. Really that's, a, that that was, that's a Scrabble word. That's, a, that's, that was that's what he was a Scrabble word. For sure. right? just pulled that out of his back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. He's, um, to, to go from, from, when they came in as the shield, man, that's when me and Roman was driving around. Like, he's matured so much and have, like, forget sitting in the saddle. He'll weather saddle. He'll, he'll ride the horse bareback. He'll ride the horse. He'll have the horse ride him. I've seen him, man, succeed to like levels and levels. He's he's bridged gaps. He's um, he has that it factor all of, all around him, man. Like inside out, he has that it factor. I've seen him come up with promos in his head. We're driving it, and he's constantly working, man, thinking of how oh, I'm gonna say this like this right here tomorrow. I'm gonna say this like, and he's like constantly trying to perfect his craft. Always. Even when I would go to Florida, we would go there and I would go to his house. He's in a gym. He's like at his house. He's thinking of a promo. He's thinking of what he's going to do. And what do you think about this idea right here? But he's a guy that I know for a fact, 24-7, he's trying to perfect his craft to take it higher than it can go. I agree completely. To the highest of hostility. Have you ever heard that before? Hostivity. I don't know if that one will count on the Scrabble board. Yeah, I'm we'll going to look that it. one up real quick. <laughs> That's the word. That might, that might be a good... I don't know how to spell that, I though. I promised you it's in the dictionary, dog. Me and Webster like that. Hostivity sounds more like a state of mind than an actual <laughs> adjective. But, <laughs> but hey, let's, let's not get stuck in the weeds. <laughs> Pun intended. Oh my That's God. That's odd. It is odd. But you're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about Roman and to, and to piggyback off your point you made, uh, Truth, I had a conversation with Roman last time he was on this show about a conversation that we had had way back in Tampa, FCW pre-NXT days, sitting in the pool. And I remember all of us are just kind of struggling, trying to figure out how to get out of Tampa, how to make it to Raw or SmackDown or, or you know, are we ever going to see the light of day? And I remember even back then, standing in the pool that day, Roman and I talking about business and goals and where we want to be and what we aspire to. And even back then, Roman was talking about his future in the same breath as a stone cold, as the rock, as these top tier superstars where most of us didn't have that line of sight. You know what I mean? We're looking right, right. five feet in front of our face, not five miles down the road. Roman has always had that vision about what could be. And I truly believe that that's part of the reason he's in the position that he's in right now, to, to your point, is that Roman doesn't have an off switch. Well, he's constantly on to the next thing, on to the next thing. And I think we're we're lucky to have him as a representative of this company and this brand right now. Oh, man. He, I think he's the best thing that's going on in the company right now. He is the face of the company. He is the man. I'm glad and fortunate man to be able to have spent time with him. You know what I'm saying? To, to see how he takes, to see how he thinks the thing goes. To, but he's helped me out. And so that's another one that has helped me out. Um, not even at work, outside of work. You know what I'm saying? We're sure. friends. So like to watch him, man, grow into what he's becoming, because he ain't he ain't finished growing yet, man. This what we're seeing now is just the sprinkles on the cake that's been baked. 
You know what I'm saying? We ain't even tasted it yet. I love that. I love that look, outlook and that optimism. And I, I can't disagree with you, Truth. I mean, you want to taste that cake, don't you, Corey? I'm salivating right now. I'm trying to figure out a way to, to work like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious that in the conversation. Not a, that, it's that not happening. So, that was yeah. ham fisted. I just ruined That's the game. That's definitely not in the Scrabble, right, bitch? No, I don't think that one's in the Scrabble dictionary. <laughs> no. You know, you could take words, look them up, and find out how many points it's worth on Scrabble. You just got to type it in Scrabble word. Okay. Hey, you know, me and Roman also went moose hunting one time. Moose hunting? Yes. Tell me about this. I used to train mooses back in my days, right? You, you used to, to train mooses? Yes. And I didn't say moose, mooses, because there was a lot of them. <laughs> there were mu- multiple mooses. Yes, I would, I would train them in like, you know what I'm saying? I would have them all lined up. It's the way you have to, you have to go to moose school to know about that. But me and Roman- Is that with, what the graduation um, picture was from on the, from moose school? <laughs> on the, no, on the we album. didn't take pictures, man. It was, it was like a, it was like a little private thing that we had going on, you know yeah, what moose, I'm saying? Moose are e- easily spooked by photography. Gotcha, got it. It's the flash. It's the study of mooseism. So what we would do is, we would go to these places, man, like, um, I think we was in, there's mooses in Canada, right? Yeah, there are plenty of mooses in Canada. Well, he told me a moose. It's like when you buy a house, you get a moose. Well, we were looking for some moose, though. Because I was going to show him that I was a professional moose trainer, but we never found any. And that was just some of the things we would, I would get on uh, YouTube or Twitter or I would go live on social media, man. It became a funny thing with us, man, to where we were going to have a foot race as well. My thing was to catch a moose. I was going to bring him to Monday Night Raw. I was going to bring him to work with us. You know what I'm saying? That was the thing. But we never found the moose, though. We never found one. We never saw one because I would have done that. <laughs> Understandable. Well, damn, now I want to start a GoFundMe to try to get you a moose that you have to bring to a 24-7 rundown <laughs> where you just get on that moose you start chasing down over the champion is. <laughs> and, and the irony yeah. is, if anyone other than our truth was telling this tale, I would be very quick to call bull on it. <laughs> but I can't do that. Not when Ron, Ron Truth Killings is involved. Talking about bringing moose Mooses, multiple, multiple meese. mooses, meese, perhaps, perhaps, at least two or three, two or three. If you Google right now, our truth and Roman Reigns moose hunting, you see it. We went all over Canada looking for mooses, dog, before the time to go to work. You know, what I'm I saying? feel this is something that I'm going to Google and then it's going to be a picture and I click on it and it's going to be something I didn't want to see. I think you're setting this up for something here. Truth. No, it's a video. We no, I, I, I am 100 percent positive that I believe everything that Truth is saying. And I, as soon as we get off the air, I'm going to look this video up. <laughs> I don't just just yeah, morbid no, curiosity. I, I don't know. That's yes. what Truth just gave out. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm for real. It's true. I believe it. I, I have never been given reason to doubt anything truth says, no matter how obscure or absurd it may appear at first. Why am I going to okie-dokie, man? Why would I, I don't even like the okie-doke. Why would I do that to somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Why would I bamboozle you, Corey? Oh, bamboozle. You, That's Vic, a Scrabble word for sure. Do you see what oh. you're missing on Monday, Mondays now? This is, well. this is why I look forward to Raw. <laughs> even in, in a town like St. Paul, Minnesota, where it's nine degrees and, and bitter cold and painful, because this is what we get to do all day on Monday before the lights go on. And I value yes. it and I cherish it. And truth, no bull here, man. From, from me, from my heart to you, I genuinely appreciate you. You genuinely make my Mondays or Fridays or whenever we interact better. It's you're a true bright spot, which is the highest compliment I can give anybody who's spent time wow. in this world, in this business. It's crazy. It's tough to find a reason to laugh. 
And to be able to count on seeing truth on Mondays to know that at least no matter what's bothering me, no matter what's got me stressed out. And I think a lot of the guys and girls in the locker rooms would, would agree and, and echo these sentiments. You're invaluable, man. To have you around. Damn, and, Corey. Appreciate that, dog. I swear to God, I mean that, man. I, and I, you know, I don't know why I'm getting sentimental. It's it's the holidays, it's man. Rare. I, yeah, you're going to make me cry, dog. No, but but I mean that. And and it's, <laughs> you know, when, when you're making people laugh, you don't always get to that, that appreciation. So I just want to make sure that you know how appreciate much that. we all appreciate having you around, not only from a business perspective, but as a friend and just to make everything a little bit lighter and a little bit better and, and keeping us all on the right track and keeping our heads sane, which is a very, very hard oh, thing to damn, do. Damn, dog. Appreciate that, Corey. Appreciate course, that, man. man. That's thanks, man. Your turn, Vic. It, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say I will, that I will say is I, when we started this off, I, I meant it. The one of the things I miss on Mondays is sitting in TVL with everybody and, and having fun. And we've had conversations. Uh, look, you try to send Vic down the complimentary you know, path and he gets trapped know. in the Matrix. That's what happens. Yeah, Vic. yeah. But who's your cell phone So that's the stupid ass internet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but I, I started off the way saying, yeah, truth, I miss Mondays. And one of the things, Sometimes I forget who was having the conversation. Like, man, if truth wasn't here, this place would suck. And when you know, oh, it's just how genuine you are, man. It's just how genuine you are. And when you come in, it's like, hey, the party just started. Appreciate that, Vic. He got up on you on Corey. He got up Corey on that one. Well, I'm not trying. No, to, this isn't going to be a back and forth for 25 minutes, Truth. <laughs> what I meant was when I look into your eyes, Truth, uh, and I go. see your soul, and I know. I don't think, I know that my day is about to be enhanced in a positive way. Oh. All right, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm yeah, out of here. Yeah. I, 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 I get it, guys. All right, I Truth, your it. turn. We can get here, you know what I'm saying? All right, Truth, before we let you go, man, let everybody know where they can find Legacy and what they should look out for. Legacy is available on all streaming platforms. Wherever you get your music at, you can go get it. If you haven't seen the video yet, go check the video out. Out the window, my next, the single that came out second, the video for that one should be dropping the next week or two, and it's animated. I already dropped a little snippet of my, my cartoon character, but it's animated. And, um, hey, go get it. I got more music. I got enough music for three albums, so I'm going to be dropping mu music periodically around this show. I love it, love it. And I cannot wait for the Barnyard Flex. Mark my words. Boom. You heard it here first on After the Bell. It's going to be a phenomenon. Oh, I'm yes. calling it right it's now. It's yes. going to be big. And we're going to be like, hey, Ronnie, remember when you used to make us laugh in the locker room, but now you're doing tours with Lil Nas X and you're, <laughs> it, it's going to be like, God, I'm sick of this truth song already. It's, it's too good. And I've been stealing the locker room. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that's why I love you. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for having me on, man. You're Thank always you. welcome, Thank man. You, you say the word. You always got a spot here on ATB, man. But you always supported me. Appreciate it, Cor. We'll see you this week, see man. truth. Boom. See you, Vic. Vic, I mean, you know me as well as just about anybody, and there aren't too many people on the planet Earth that make me laugh and smile quite like R-Truth does. Well, now I will add R-Truth to Chevy Chase slapping a cheese sandwich on his chin. It's up there. You it's up there smile. as far as fail, you know, surefire, fail safe, keep graves sane. Truth is always on the top of the list, man. What a gem. And, and he had a lot of great points. I hope a lot of people were listening to, and I hope they come from NXT about maturity and growth and evolution. You know, I know we've had a lot of fun in about the last hour, but there was a lot of, no pun intended, truth to what our truth was talking about when it yeah, comes absolutely, to absolutely. what NXT superstars can learn. Once you get past the, the initial entertainment factor that is truth, once you get Ron, once you get Ron Killings spitting truth to you, man, invaluable advice for anybody 
whether you're main roster WWE superstar right now or you're aspiring to get in the business, I think there was some some really, really valid, valid advice in that fun conversation. But while we're talking about NXT, Vic, uh, you get to spend every week down there at NXT 2.0. I watched it this past week. A lot of great moments, but the takeaway for me, the biggest standout was a member of the Diamond Mine. And believe it or not, it wasn't Roderick Strong, which shout out to Roddy, doing great work in the Diamond Mine. Great match with Braun Breaker to end the evening. I, I, I hold Roddy in the highest regard, one of my, my oldest friends in the game. But it was actually Ivy Nile who has really stood out to me. Visually, she looks cool. She's striking. She's, she's in phenomenal shape, and she looks like she could really whoop somebody's ass. I think this past week was the first time, to my knowledge, I actually got to see her compete in a regular match. And just the movement, the impact, and the explosiveness behind everything she did, it drew parallels in my mind to some of the best in-ring performers in the male talent perspective wow. just and i mean that i'm sure someone's going to get mad at me for trying to to draw this comparison but i mean it from a, a pure place her movement is so explosive it reminded me of of some of the certain generation of talent yeah, yeah malinkos and guerreros just as far as how everything looked smooth but explosive and impactful i think if the cards are played properly and the stars align. I think Ivy Nile is going to be someone we talk a lot about for years to come in WWE. Beth Phoenix was very high on Ivy Nile during Beth's time uh, at the commentary booth with myself and Wade Barrett. And Wade was is also looking at Ivy Nile and going, wow, she, that's a player. You know, as you said, if the lines, if the cards and the stars align, the, the interesting thing about her is if you go on social media and you follow her, she is what she says she, She's a pit bull. Even before the show, she's putting two 300-pound sandbags on her shoulders doing deep squats and walking around the performance center on the outside with a sweatshirt on in the heat in the summers because that's what she's into. She's into the training, and now she's taking that into the ring, putting all the pieces together, and she is fun to watch. And Diamond Mine, I mean, the whole entity of it is, is amazing from – the Creed brothers to Malcolm Bivens. Yeah, I want to get Bivens on the show here one of these days sometime soon, man. He entertains me to no end. I love everything that's happening with the Diamond Mine. But yeah, shout out to Ivy Nile. Keep doing what you're doing. It's very, very impressive. And I think uh, a lot of people will agree with me. I think there's a very, very bright future hanging around down in NXT 2.0 right now. But the future is now for us, Vic. Pun heavily intended because we are out of time. So I need to remind you all to follow us at After the Bell WWE on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Follow me at WWE Graves. You can find Vic at Vic Joseph WWE. Listen to After the Bell for free on Spotify. Just search After the Bell. Hit that follow button so you never miss an episode while you're hanging out on Spotify. Make sure you check out Legacy, our truth new joint. It is going to be big, no doubt about it. We'll be back next week with more wisdom, more vitriol, more WWE after the